Hello, hello, welcome back to this episode. And in this episode, we're still talking about the startup formula, six easy steps to start your own business. And we're going to look at step three, the A in change, analyze who you want to work with. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. I want to start with another quote from Zig Ziglar. You have everything you want in life if you just help enough people to get what they want in life. <laughs> there you go. And as I mentioned, we talk about analyze who you want to work with. And this means not only defining your ideal client, but again, you can use this. Who do you want to work with? Creating a student project together, starting a business together. Who do you want to employ? Who do you want to work with as a supplier? and so on. So really, you can use these questions for everyone that you want around you. <laughs> and it just helps you to get clearer on what you're doing. And it really helps you then to understand your target audience better and create products and services they really, really want. So that's already <laughs> going into why you actually should define your ideal client, because it will make everything easier to market your products and services to your target audience and um, you will be able to define your let's say tone of voice okay how will you talk to them what language will you actually use and it will be much easier to find your ideal client because you will know everything about them that's at least the ideal okay um, the ideal situation is you know everything around about them and you will also stop wasting money and time on marketing your products and services to people that will never buy them and your ideal client will be the basis for all your marketing activities everything that you're doing even for your branding for your name how do you choose a name for your company how do you choose colors for your company then defining your tone of voice like i say and the marketing activities all this is and should be influenced by the ideal client because what you want is to attract your ideal client. This is the person I want to work with. This is a person I want to buy my product and service. Because the clearer you are about it, the easier you can create your marketing messages, your pricing even, um, and everything that you develop um, will be created around the ideal client. And do not worry to get too um, detailed and uh, to narrow it down too much. You can never narrow it down too much <laughs> because the spe um, more specific you are, the easier it will be for you to market it and to attract the right people. And just because you have ideal clients doesn't mean that you attract uh, not other people that want to buy your product and services. Okay, I have a very specific ideal client as well, but it also does not mean that I don't work with um, people that are outside of that ideal client if I would like to work with them. Um, you might not be in a position to choose directly um, who you want to work with in the beginning, um, but hopefully you will be in <laughs> further down the line. And also for your product and services, um, it doesn't maybe for products specifically, it doesn't matter too much who buys it, but at least 
you can attract the right people and you can outline your benefits and why people should um, buy your product and service okay and you can only define those benefits when you actually know who you're targeting what if you have more than one target group that's a question that i get asked a lot that's quite common and that's totally fine what i want you to do is to go through the questions i'm giving you today for each target group because each target group you will reach in a different way and you probably use different channels and you also speak in different ways um, and that is completely fine and that's actually what you have to do <laughs> let's say you're targeting uh, ceos of medium-sized companies for example businesses these ones you might reach through linkedin or email or direct um, post mail basically but if you targeting teenagers you probably use some social media and uh, rather than linkedin but when you start marketing your product and service focus at one target group at a time that would be my advice okay for what target group do you focus on first you ask <laughs> well there are different ways to decide that you might want to start with the most obvious ones okay maybe there's one that's super obvious or maybe you can target one group without having, um, maybe you can't target one group without having another one on board. Maybe you need one to track the other one. So there's a logical order to go through. Um, maybe you want to start with a particular group because you want to, <laughs> just because you want. Or you have a group uh, which you already have connections with and it might be the easiest to target. These are some things to consider when you're targeting your target groups your audience your ideal client but who is your ideal client your ideal client is someone that's in need of your product or your service and you have a solution for their problem it is someone who is ready and can afford to pay the amount that you are asking for it's one of the questions that we will go through but it needs to be someone who's ready for your product and service and who's able and also willing to pay the amount that you're asking for and they're ready to make this investment and your ideal client should give you maximum satisfaction and you should give the maximum value to your ideal client these are uh, let's say the this is like the definition of your ideal client who is that person and how do you define your ideal client well there's some questions that help you to create an ideal client avatar. So I'm gonna give you a list of questions that you can go through and do not worry because you will not be able probably to answer all these questions at once. Um, that is completely okay, but they will get you start thinking and they will um, kick you in the right direction to start your research and maybe to get some focus groups together, maybe to do some online research, looking into studies, looking into um, into reports, talking to people, to find out the answers that you need. Because, again, you should ideally know everything about them. And when I say everything, it's everything. It's not uh, related only to your product and service. It's about their life. Because this is how you market to people. There's a set of questions for B2C, business to consumers or business to customers, when you're selling to an end consumer someone who's actually buying your product and service a person but if you're having a b2b business so business to business you're selling your product or services only to businesses there's another set of questions they should go through 
and um, I give you both. If you have B2B, so if you're selling to businesses only, you should always also go through the B2C questions. If you're selling only to B2B, you should also go through the B2C questions because at the end of the day, there's also a person sitting behind a desk making decisions to buy your product or service for the company. And the better you know that person, the easier it will be to find that person and the easier it will be to choose your marketing channels to reach out to that person and the easier it will be to point out all the benefits that person wants to hear um, to buy your product and service. Okay, and I said, if you don't know all the answers yet, it's completely fine and normal. So let's start with the B2C questions, because as I said, you should go through them in any case, if you're, um, if you're marketing or selling to a consumer, customer and consumer, or if you're selling to a business. The first one is the obvious one, demographics, gender, age, location. Uh, family circumstances, are they married, are they single, are they in a relationship, the children, uh, what age are the children if they have any, what's the occupation, what do they do and how much do they earn. Okay, so these are like basic questions you should ask because it also helps you with all your financial uh, forecasts and everything that you might want to do at a later point. Once you have your ideal client and you have all those demographics, you can go actually on a statistics website, for example, and check who fits into that profile that you created. And these are questions to answer to then create an avatar, but I talk about this afterwards. So these are the basic questions. Okay, age, location, gender, married, single, relationship, children, age of children, occupation, and how much do they earn? And then you go deeper into it. Okay, what do they do in their spare time? What do they want to do more of in their spare time? So what do they actually do in their spare time? And But what do they actually want to do more in their spare time? But maybe they don't have enough time, they don't have the resources or something like that. What do they value? Coming back <laughs> to values that we talked about last week. What is their biggest frustration? What do they fear? Okay, not only just the positive stuff, we also need to look into negative things. What do they want less of in their life? And this comes back to the marketing stuff. If you know all these things, you can craft the marketing message around it. What do they want in their life? So what do they want less in their life? But what do they want in their life in general? And what do they want for their future? What are their problems? What are they thinking about themselves? How can you make their lives better with what you offer? And what pain or problem will you with solve with your product or service for them? Super, super important. So these are some of the questions you should go through for the business to consumer or client um, that you want to market to. Now, if you know all these things, so let's say um, you are a doctor and you're opening up your own um, practice. And you have ideal clients, obviously there will be specifics to who you can look after. But let's say they, um, uh, they wait in your waiting room. If you know what kind of things you're interested in, you can make sure you have the right uh, reading material in your waiting room, for example. Okay? If your ideal client does gardening, have some gardening um, uh, magazines in there. 
So you can see how even this kind of information can be relevant for your business. And if you have someone that you're targeting in the business, we're talking about the questions now. What type of organization would you ideally work with and why? Ideally, we're talking about the ideal. It doesn't matter. And you say, yeah, but it's also okay, these people. That's okay. It's the same thing. You want your ideal to define that ideal person and that ideal company. What industry are they in? What values do they have? It's really important for, for companies as well. What are the company's values? How many employees do they have? What's their turnover? Where are they located? What is the company mission? And is there anything else? Just a few things. Okay, to be very, very clear about that. Because again, if you're super clear about that, all you have to do, you look up, okay, how many companies are there actually that are in my target group? And if you say, oh, but I want to sell global, but you have to start somewhere. Maybe you start in your town or city or in your region or then maybe in your country. And then you can look outside and you might want to conquer Europe or, or America or wherever you are. But um, you need to start somewhere. I know that everyone wants to sell to everyone everywhere, <laughs> but you can't sell stuff that is for everyone. Because no one will feel that you're talking to them and no one will understand that this is a product or service they want that's specifically for their needs. And that also helps really, really, really to define your marketing material and the messages that will help outline the benefits and how you can reach out to them. Let's say you have someone who works in a company and uh, this person is doing a lot of overtime and all that person wants is to spend more quality time with their family. So you can market it exactly like that. You can say, my software will help you with this, 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 has the following features and it will help you to be more productive, which means you will have more time and you will have um, less overtime, which means you can spend more quality time with your family. Really that specific you can be. And that person will say, I need, 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 need this software. And this is why it's so important to know your ideal client. And then I want you to write down your ideal client, a paragraph, not just answering all these questions. Write down a paragraph, give your ideal client a name, an age, and put everything nicely in, uh, in a paragraph, okay? So Susan is 36 years old and lives in the suburbs of London in a five-bedroom house with her, is married, has two children, aged, um, I don't know, six and eight. Um, she is a homestay mom, but would love to start her own business. She loves gardening, reads the following magazines, watches the following TV shows. Um, she feels not satisfied with her life because of X, Y, Z. I don't know. I'm fulfilling all kind of cliches at the moment. <laughs> and I'm not saying that all moms should start their own business. It was just an example. If you're targeting homestay moms that want to start their own business, this could be it. Give a name, age, um, and location, and really describe that ideal client. It will help you with everything. That was it. Step three, analyze who you want to work with. Again, those questions you can use for you defining your ideal client, but also everyone else you want around you in your business life and personal life and student life. 
And then next week, we're going to talk about the steps involved. Narrow down the steps involved is just step four and the end and change. And uh, there's quite a lot, obviously, involved in starting your own business. But more of that next time. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.